Uh, okay, there's this thing that I do for uh, people who support my work. So I have a list of uh, patrons who support this podcast and who support my art. And I every now and then from certain episodes, I feel like giving them a little bit extra in order to uh, show my appreciation. And there's this thing that I did recently with an artist I recorded with, and it was a lot of fun to do. And I think you and I are similar artists, and this will also be a lot of fun, is that we drew each other while speaking. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, I think maybe maybe let's do that. Let's let's draw each other. Let's keep talking, but let's uh, draw each other while we okay. talk for a few minutes. Just let me find my things that are now I don't know where I put them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it will be my great honor to be in your sketchbook. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my today's uh, drawing. Oh, lovely. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned uh, before how, you know, you were looking at your old drawings and you were seeing the way that you used to look at your wife and the, uh, the evolution of your drawings of her, but also her growing up. And I was just thinking the other day, the same way about my wife. I draw her all the time when she is just doing everyday things. Is that right? And I was thinking that now I have a few years of drawing her and I'm going to keep recording this forever. And that's yeah. going to be something yeah. fun. Actually, uh, you can see it more with my kids because mm-hmm. uh, they grow faster. You know, right. they, you, can, you, can see, you can see them growing and I love that and I love that. My wife is always making fun of me because she says that I sketch her as a turtle. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she's like a turtle. One more question about this. Do you, and I think you'd have that same experience. Like, d- does your family get irritated with the fact that you just start drawing things? And uh, <laughs> sometimes when you're traveling, you are likely to start drawing things. Well, actually, I'm very disciplined with that. So, mm-hmm. for example, I, I, I got up uh, at 6 in the morning right. and I go out and when they wake up, I've already done what, I've, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I have to do uh, with Ooh, drawing. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I try not. And sometimes I just don't, don't sketch. Uh, yeah, I try not to. I try not to make my sketch the, the like, the... Um, Article like the the important thing, mm-hmm. just a thing that I do, and I try to I try to 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 go with the flow because I know I mean, I mean I wouldn't like someone else to be doing their thing while we're together if I'm if if I'm not involved. Yeah, I agree. I it's it's it can be rude if you are distracted and you're not paying attention to them. I yes. find uh, that. <laughs> this is what, how I justify it maybe but I find that when I am sketching I am a better listener and I will <laughs> I will not interrupt and I will let you tell me your stories so okay. I, this is my explanation to my wife that this is the perfect time to talk to me <laughs> because now I am not going to interrupt you at all <laughs> just tell me the story we make fun of, of it uh, do you know Marek? Marek is a it's a it's a urban sketcher that lives in in Toronto. Uh, say Do you that know again. Him? Marek, Marek. 
Oh, Marek. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. Marek okay. and I met in Chicago in 2019. I okay. actually, we've spoken on the podcast also in episode nine very long ago. And actually, he does I a think, lot of I think, actually, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I think I I I, I listened to that one. I because I did I did that uh, when you contacted me uh, the first time, and I think yeah, I I, I read Marek. I I heard Marek's. Uh, actually, we 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 laugh a lot about it because he doesn't stop talking. <laughs> he just talks so much, and it's really comfortable to me because you know you can. You can be on your own uh, sketching because I I, I, I I don't I and this is something that we, we didn't talk about but I don't sketch with people mm-hmm. I just for some reason I don't I uh, don't feel comfy at sketching well actually I'm, I'm not used to it. it's just it's just it's just that right um, so I just uh, do my thing and he keeps talking the whole live session. And that is cool to me, and we make fun of him because of that. He this is keeps... Marek's superpower. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know how he does it. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> discovered when we were in Chicago. So both of us were instructors in the urban sketching seminar in Chicago in uh-huh. 2019, and we would hang out afterwards. And I also sat in while he was teaching his uh, his students in his workshop, and it okay. was amazing to me that he could just keep going and. Yeah. And he, he's so fast. He's also, well, I, I don't know how fast you sketch. You said you, say you sketch fast. But he just amazed me how fast he goes with all these dots that he does in the paper. And then he just, it's just like joining the dots, you know, that game. And it just suddenly. Yeah, he's, he's, he's very quick considering also the size at which he works because yeah. he works yeah. on, on large sheets of paper and at least uh, three or four times as large as me but both of us draw in 45 to 60 minutes so he's three or four times faster than i am what size do you use to do you use to sketch i, I think the same sketchbook as you like uh, roughly eight by you know it's five and a half by eight and a half inches okay yeah well, actually um i like like having different sizes mm-hmm. depending depending on the time that i have you know yeah, yeah. So I have a pocket sketchbook, four by six, which yeah. I like because sometimes uh, I want to sketch in places like I'm I'm sketching in a queue if I'm standing in line. So only 10 minutes. And I like different sketchbooks also because it lets you like a different format, a different orientation also becomes a different way to think about what you are looking at. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, and it goes like by times i mean i like the panoramic one a lot to do landscaping mm-hmm. uh but then when i use the panoramic i don't get to sketch uh my family for example right and i need to have like different different sizes and different uh formats going on so uh you mentioned that you know this daily project is of course, there's so much to gain from it, but sometimes you are reevaluating why you are doing it because you might want to do other different challenges. Yes. So, uh, what is what are you thinking about for this coming year? Are there any other new artistic creative challenges that you want to try? Yeah, I would like to go bigger. 
I would like to go out of my sketchbook and do like, um, I'm thinking about nature and think about uh, foliage thing like close-ups and I want to go there. And I also thinking about uh, different projects. Uh, I was thinking about doing a book about, and this is something I'm gonna uh, say about beers. I mean, this is, uh, I would like to go around Spain because they call the, the the glass of beer in a different in the different ways. They call it by different names, and it depend it depending on 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 the size and it depending of what kind of beer you have. And I would like to sketch that and go out, make a tour uh, drinking beer around Spain. And, and and I would love to have a publication about that. You know, like have a little sketchbook a book of, uh, of that. And that sounds so, so interesting. I would like to to find a project. I mean, I haven't, I, I don't really know what it's going to be, but I would like to do a bigger thing. Right. Have you also thought about uh, going back towards painting and like different medium, like a canvas or something like that? Mm, not sure about it. I mean, it's just the thing about... Um, preparing the, the space preparing your i mean i don't have a studio right and i i mean i use this place as my office mm -hmm. and it's all set up as an architecture office with i mean i work i still work in, in colombia i mean I, I'm, I'm still uh, i still have my company and if i if i'm going to to paint mm -hmm. i will need it i will need a different space and it's not in my plans. Right. It's not yeah. in my plans. I agree. I, I have that same, uh, literally the same reason, actually. I don't want to have a dedicated, I don't want to need a dedicated large space to work in. I really like uh, being portable and uh, working. Like, I, I want to work on scale. There was this one time I got a chance to work on a four by four foot canvas. Okay. <laughs> that was a project. But... <laughs> Uh, I worked with pen and ink in it. I didn't okay. want to uh, change my tools and I didn't want to bring in all these new things. Like I, I get a lot of uh, joy from working with limited tools and uh, okay. seeing yeah. what I can work out of that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Me too. Are you done? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no. Pay, draw me a game, man. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'll do one more. <laughs> oh, you fast. <laughs> now I can tell. <laughs> I won't talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you want to focus on the drawing now? Yeah, I want to focus. Do you any? Uh, well, I, I, I was I was going to ask you, uh, how is your Patreon working for you? How's what working for me? Say that again. Patreon, the, the Patreon working for oh, you. Oh well, so it's very new. 
I have started it in, I started in September last okay. year. Yeah. So it's, it's not, I'm not using patron. I'm what I do is, so uh, oh, okay. I talk, I talk about my art uh, in a weekly newsletter that I send by email to subscribers. So now I have thousands of people who read my newsletter and what I do on it is every week I share what I drew this week and okay. I try to talk about why I drew it and the ideas behind it. Okay. And so I share those uh, words around my art and on that, I have started a premium newsletter as well. So people who want to support my work, people who want to support this podcast. So for example, uh, every time an episode comes out, I write some of the best ideas that were discussed on that episode. And I share that with on the newsletter also. Okay. And if somebody supports me on it, I have a, a subscription at $5 a month. Uh-huh. Then they get access to a premium newsletter in which I share a little more content. So, for example, okay. this conversation we're having right now is going to be released on it. And uh, I share, uh, I'm writing a book. So I'm self-publishing a book of art this year. Okay. And I share passages from that book and I invite them to give me criticism, to uh, to tell me what they think, what they would like to see in this book. Uh, so... I try to involve people in my creative process and my thinking process uh, wow. in return for being subscribers of the show, subscribers of uh, patrons of my art. And so people support me for, there are some people who support me for this podcast. There are some people who support me for my writing and there are some people who support me for my art. Wow. Yeah. I, there is something that I, that I, uh, been thinking about for a while mm-hmm. how does uh people i know monetize their work their their art yeah because the work yeah. is easy to think about how do you monetize your work but when you don't when it's not a a job right uh, i mean there's like so many different ways to monetize what you do and i was mm-hmm. and i and 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 this uh Patreon thing, just I, I don't have it. Eh? I don't have it, and, and I don't know if yeah, if I will. But uh, creating content like like you do, like you know, like you think about your podcast, your podcast, and and you take a time to prepare all this thing, and you write the artist, and it's a different thing than just sitting. And sketch, right? And, exactly. You know? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I think that you, when you commit to create content, it's just a different thing. It's an, it's another project. It's a different right, project. exactly. It takes away from the single task of uh, just drawing. So exactly, uh, I think you have already hit upon one way of doing it. Like so, these courses that you are giving, how you expressed yes. it, that you are sharing. Uh, what you know you're sharing your journey in a sense yes exactly the the key is to understand what do people want to pay money for and people don't necessarily pay money for expertise but people do want to share a journey or they want to uh, be part of someone's journey and um, I feel like you already have started doing that in one sense so there is this um, there is this uh, concept of the creator economy called the 1000 true fans model do you know what that is? No. Explain it to me, please. So, How does it call it? How does it call it? 1,000 true fans. 
1000 true fans okay yeah. yes so the idea of the internet until say 10 years ago was that um in order to be successful you have to have millions of people who like your work uh-huh. and then uh you are approached by certain brands who because you have such a big audience they will sponsor you or they will uh, give you money and yes. then you will earn money as an artist okay so the concept of 1000 true fans says that instead of focusing on what millions of people might want uh-huh. think of 1000 true fans people who really really like something that you do and think of what that thing would be that 1000 people would give you and hypothetically speaking what would make 1000 people give you 10 dollars a month okay so if you can craft that product of this is what i can do which is worth 10 dollars a month to 1000 people or 10 dollars a month or 100 dollars a year to 1000 people then you reach a six figure salary and that is enough to allow you to continue to do whatever you want to do gives you the freedom to pursue your creative life so yeah it makes it makes so it makes sense yeah and it doesn't so enough, it, it, and, of, and, it, and it doesn't look that that hard but exactly right it, so it sort of makes the earning uh, the job of making a living from your art a more achievable target when you think i only have to meet i only have to run into 1000 people who want this thing and what is that thing what so now my i what i make it my business to do is that i have to think about i like to interact with people like you yourself on this podcast i like to think about things so i have these ideas in my head and now i'm simply sharing them i like to draw and i like to use that drawing in various ways i like to make books and i like to make prints so i have it's my job to think of all these different skills and these different uh, habits and ideas and what kind of things can i make from them that have value to other people Hmm. That is something that I haven't think about. But you're completely right. I I like that way of uh putting it together because I might be mistaken because I think my domestic course is going well, but I have 120,000 followers on Instagram, which is mm-hmm. which is big i mean which is, i mean is 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 not a small uh, amount of people domestica when you do the course they give you a link so when you when you get people uh to buy the course by that link which means that is uh through me you get better you get a bit you get it you get better pay right i mean it doesn't cost you more when you buy it but i get more uh hard of yeah. uh, of that pay you get like 30 or 40% yes. of that at this moment i have 3000 uh students and i know how many of them came through me right which is a way to say it, of those 120000 people that follows me how many people were a, were wanted to buy to pay nothing 20 dollars yeah 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 so those are your true fans no more than 60 really well so the trouble with this is often that firstly uh, it's not it's not that 120000 people follow you and only 60 of them care the trouble here is that you are passing through the filter of instagram so how many people did instagram show your post to i mean i i felt depressed at the beginning and then i start thinking about it and i thought okay this is the, this is the moment when my 
drawings get the less impact of any time. I mean, I put things there and it's just so hard to to engage people with with the things because I believe Instagram is wanting you to do reels or, or full page uh, entertainment or entertainment, which I feel like I'm not doing entertainment. Right. Um, but still, but still, it's not too many people. Yeah. So uh, there are there are ideas I have about why it happens this way, because I'm also as frustrated as you. Uh, I spoke to Paul Heaston recently, and he has more than 300,000 fans, and he is also similarly frustrated. So there are two parts. Firstly, one part is that Instagram does this to us. It does not um, it does not expose us to our full audience. So that 60 is not a representative of 120,000 fans. Yes. The second thing is, and this is why I have a newsletter and it's also why I have a podcast, uh, that people go to different platforms to do different things. Now, when somebody is on Instagram, they mm-hmm. went there to scroll, right? So you yes. expect maybe half a second from somebody at most attention before they scroll away. So yeah. uh, that is not, and when people come on Instagram, they want to stay on Instagram. They don't want to go and do something else. They don't want to go to your website, etc., etc. Yes. And so if the only way that you talk to your fans is Instagram, then you are always trying to talk to them within that half a second that they have for you before they scroll away. So what I think is important to do is, and this is a a contract that I have with, say, the listeners on this show right now, they are giving me two, three hours of their time. They will listen to our whole conversation, right? This is unparalleled. Do you you actually, can you measure that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they, most they, listeners they... uh, listen for seventy-five uh, to 85% of the whole episode. And wow. that is an incredible is amount a... of time, I guess. Definitely, definitely. Because yeah. so, especially, especially in these times when people just want things like this, you know? Exactly right. So what the trouble about... Oh, wow. That is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I love that drawing. Uh, let, us, uh, let us hold up both of our drawings and I'll take a screenshot of this thing. Uh, yeah. All right, got it. Yay! That I love yes. it. I love it. I love it so much. So cool. <laughs> so yeah. uh, what I was saying is that um, uh, I see the internet as two kinds of places. There is a place that we go where we sort of like fishermen. We cast a net. This is a place like Instagram, like Facebook, like Twitter, you get attention for half a second. And all you can do is, hey, look at me. And they'll be like, oh, you're nice. And then they'll go. And at most, you can get a like from them. They'll quickly double tap and then they'll scroll away. Now, the goal is to take them from this kind of place to the other kind of place. So from a open sea to a destination. A destination is like a website. It's the link to your podcast. It's the link to your newsletter. And how that works is a newsletter I send once every week, I send it to their inbox. Now, the mental, and you can imagine for yourself as well, the mental framework with which you go to Instagram is different from the mental framework with which you go to your inbox or with which you open a podcast app. When somebody hits play on the button of my podcast episode, they they know they have the time to listen to you. Yeah, they have consent. They might not click it as easily as they will go on Instagram, but when they do, they have consented that, yes, I want this two-hour experience. Yeah. That yeah. means that they are willing mentally to give me the time that I want from them. 
when they open my e- email in their inbox they agree okay nishant today this moment i will give you 10 minutes take 10 minutes once i have that equation once he's agreed the person has agreed 10 minutes or 2 hours now i have their attention now i can now you know now i can talk about deeper things bigger things and other things than just hey look at my art yeah definitely so this is why uh, it's very important for us to think about which platform we are talking to people on if i want to talk about philosophy and i want to, and i talk about it on instagram then Even i can't though, complain yeah. that people are not listening they didn't go here to do that they went here yeah. to scroll and now i'm saying hey give me 10 minutes of your time that's not you fair will, you, you will end up with those uh those phrases those yeah. uh, s- self self uh you know those little phrases on instagram that make you feel good right right like right with a cheap philosophy yeah <laughs> So yeah, for yeah. example today people talk about the short attention span and that's a very true thing we do have a short attention span Oh yeah definitely but at the same time today more people read Gabriel Garcia Marquez than have ever read him when he was alive more people all over the world are reading big thick novels more people are watching 1 2 3 hour long youtube videos people are watching tv shows all night so the point is that because we have so many mediums of communication and platforms on which to show those mediums everything now happens within context we have many ways to reach people so we should use many ways to reach people and to demand that people give us the same attention that they give to a netflix show but give it on instagram is unrealistic yeah yeah you're you're completely right and never thought about it well actually i thought about it but i never thought it was a handicap I, and definitely it is if you want if you want to send a message whatever it is go to my course you have nothing to express yourself yeah yeah, yeah. so it, now when you are putting ads for your course or like you're talking about your course and you're giving the link on instagram you are doing this while that person is in the mood to keep scrolling <laughs> because instagram <laughs> makes them scroll so very diff- suppose you were talk suppose you were saying that hey sign up for my newsletter and once in a week or once in two weeks i will send you some scans of my drawings and i will tell you how i made it so i'll write two paragraphs and there will be one picture maybe more people would sign up for that and suppose people sign up for that every time they open it they will be in the mood to give you 5 minutes of their time so suddenly now you can really talk about your course Yeah. and you have thousands of people giving you willingly consenting to give you 5 minutes of their time to okay let's listen tell me about it yeah and you'll get a different level of engagement altogether yeah yeah uh, actually yeah well you, uh, as you say with me with nature you're going to allow me to process what you're telling me and you use it <laughs> because you're completely right and i and i and i didn't think in about it in that way i've been thinking about it about is it really that i want to teach on platforms that is something that i've been thinking about is it really uh uh what's the word worth it uh to have a thousand or a hundred thousand as i know people in domestica who does students for of course a little price which makes you a big price because of the massive thing or is it like you said maybe you have less people that pay a little bit more and you give them 
I'm not saying that the Domestica course is not quality. It is quality because it's really well done, but it, they know exactly what to what people is expecting from them. It's just a, a really fast course, a really entertainment thing. But if you want to people to pay more for it, maybe you need less people and give another kind of uh, thing, another kind of course, and another kind of um, speed when, 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 when you need the information. Yeah, exactly. And there is there is more room for you to maneuver yourself to be comfort and to sort of uh, like every every few months you will also change a little bit as a person you feel like so uh, this is how I think okay I think that uh, I'm as a full-time creative I like being an entrepreneur in a sense because I like to play games I uh, these different things I get to do are little games I get to play and I like it I like doing things a certain way because so I, I self-published a book in 2019 and I self-published it partly because I wanted to have full control of making it a certain way. Like I had a lot of white space and I wanted it that way. I wanted it to be uh, so many pages. I wanted it to be bound like this. These were all choices I wanted to make because I like playing these games. And then I wanted to see, okay, can I sell it? Let's see. I want to see if I can sell it. It's a nice challenge. And I like having this kind of control and it comes so there's this always this choice that there is a choice between scale and then having your control so of course the domestica course goes out to 100000 people and you might not personally be able to access so many people so it's not that you should not do it but it's that to play those other games if you feel like playing those oh, yeah. other games yeah, there are now right. so many more options to do that so for example uh, shari blaukov is one of the very famous urban sketchers uh, i don't know if you follow her work i'll send you a link uh, she uh, puts up courses that she makes herself on this website called teachable.com. Okay. And she she really enjoys making courses like that. And it's uh, she gets to craft it exactly how she wants it. And she communicates uh, every two weeks with subscribers on her newsletter. And she announces it there and everybody signs up. And uh, every I think every three, every two months she has a new course because she's always thinking about this and she's always okay. painting, but she's like, she just spoke with like, actually she's the previous episode of the episode okay. that released of this podcast. So you should go uh, after we're done. Maybe you can I will, I will, I will. she talks about exactly this, that every time now that she's painting a part of her is also thinking, how will I talk about it? And yeah. when you get into that cycle, it's not a bad cycle. It's a good feedback loop to be in because then it makes you think about why am I drawing this? Yeah. What is the value of this to somebody who is not me? And when you externalize yourself like this to your art, then you begin to see more layers of what you are doing and you start to understand the things that we do subconsciously. We start to, so when I asked you about this teaching experience and how it affected you as an artist to be teaching, yeah, I was thinking about this, that, there are so many things we do because it's just how we do it, you know? So if you were to go, talk about going from step one to 10, if I'm doing it, I just go one, five, seven, ten. But if I'm teaching it, I have to go one, two, three, four, five, six. And then I sort of understand why did I go one to five? This is the kind of person I am who goes one to five and five to seven. Yeah. But now I know that there are these two, three, four that I skip. This is me. Yeah, but this two, three, four exists. Yes, yes, and definitely. that makes me more conscious about who am I and what do I do. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I experienced that one, two, three, 
thing when I made my course because I was in the position of someone that didn't knew anything about it. You know, so you have to explain what you do and how you get there. And then I, I found myself uh, doing it again and doing it differently of what I was explaining because I was so vicious uh, of that process and I did it in a different way. But it was my path in some point got uh, got a part of that one, two, three, uh, four steps and I was doing it my way. But you're right about that you change to the teach mode. I mean, and again, this is not my. Um, I don't. I don't live up the. I don't live from this. I would. I, I sometimes I think I would love to. Sometimes I get scared because I think when I start living from this, it's gonna become an another thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna get started get stressed about it because I need to get money out of it. And now every money that I get out of it is like, wow, this is so cool because I get money out of it because I already have my life. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I get the money out of my company. Um, but but I would but I but I would lie if I say that I don't think about it. And I lately I've been thinking about it a lot. Because I would love to, and I find that in this teaching thing, uh, a, a power that I didn't feel before, and I liked it, and I liked it a lot. I like I like when people feel inspired, and all the things. It's a, it's a really huge motivation, and that's what I was. Because when you have things in front of you, and you see the Patreon thing, or the mail list, because I. My friend, the one that I said that she doesn't like to uh, erase and she teach everybody not to erase, she does something like you do. She has this thousand people that give her, I think it's like $18 a month. I mean, not a thousand, but she got uh, some of them. And she does workshops uh, in France and blah, blah, blah. And she talks about the mailing list. And sometimes I think with her, this is like an old thing. Like yeah, mailing. exactly. Right, right, right. You know? So this but, is how I used to think about it too, that this is, you know, who does mailing lists now? Yes, yes. But, but then but, you see the power of it because yeah. the people that opens that, it's just like you said. I mean, you explain it perfectly. I mean, when you open an email, you are willing to uh, stay there for a while. When you open Instagram or TikTok, I mean, whatever, you go very fast. Yeah, Very exactly fast. right. It's yeah. it's this uh, what we want more than anything is attention, you know, because attention, like any artist, just this is your chance to to exhibit, do it. Now, yes. now you got them for a few. And the only yes. thing we ask for really is, hey, give me one second, give me five seconds of your time, yes. let me perform yes. for you. And yes, yes, yes. This is uh, now uh, having so many platforms is making it easy because until you know the reason why newsletters went out of style, mailing lists, is because everyone thought we were doing email now we do facebook now we do instagram but now that we've had all of these for a while we've reached an age where now we choose which one we want to do it's not about surrendering everything else in order to do this so now there are the same people who follow who go on tiktok and scroll will be the person who gives you five minutes or 10 minutes oh yeah the same person who gives me half a second on instagram gives me two hours on this podcast yes 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 you're completely right I'm going to apply that to my life. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I would love to. I would love to stay in the loop. If you want to, uh, if, uh, if you make any moves in this, and you have more questions or more ideas, then please, please share them with me because I can also oh, definitely. use more ideas. Definitely, definitely. This is just our first talk. I mean, it's been so nice. It's, it's been so easy to talk to you. Thank you for that. And definitely, I will keep in touch. I will keep in touch. <laughs> <laughs>